podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kudla. I'm Evgeny Donsko. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Torepko and, and you are listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Oh, this is a little bit of an impromptu podcast. We thought we had to cover it. It's the French Open qualifications, and they're coming up this week. And it's an absolutely jam-packed draw full of players. Myself and JG can't stop raving about. So buckle up. We're going to about to take you through, well, some real top players. You want to keep your eye out. Uh, for in this uh, Roland Garros, mate, I'm excited, yeah. mate. This is this is what we've been waiting for. Come on, well, Come on. You, you said this week, mate. It's tomorrow. Mate, A lot of these players tough. are playing tomorrow. It starts. Roland Garros is I'm here. So excited! My favorite Grand Slam. I know you're more of a Wimbledon man, but I love the French Open. Oh. I think it's amazing. I can't oh. wait to do the main draw um, preview show. What we're going to be doing soon, but we've got to wait for that to be released. But when yep. the draw is actually announced, right now we're sticking with the qualifiers, and there's some serious qualifiers, like really, I'm more really about the good qualifiers, ones. Mate, this is our these are our players. Hey, this is our domain. I feel like we're rolling back the years. When we first started the podcast, we was very much focused on a lot of these challenger players, and we've kind of gone off that a little bit. But that's because yep. there's so many tournaments happening thick and fast. You guys want us to do live watch-alongs. We're really enjoying the live watch-along, so we've just been going down that avenue a little bit. And maybe neglecting some of the challenger stuff. We've not done yeah. as many podcasts on them. I know we did a few about the Serendolo brothers and how great they are. They're going to be in this uh, qualification draw. But there's so many other cool names. You've got Thomas yeah. Matak. I know we spoke to oh. him previously. <laughs> um, and what we've prepared for you guys today is a little surprise. So what we're going, what we've done is we've dissected the whole draw. We can't do it on the tennis draw challenge because there's nothing for qualifiers on there. But what we've done is we've gone through the whole draw and me and Ben independently have selected our 16 qualifiers who we think are going to advance into the main draw. I've not looked at Ben's. He's not looked at mine. The only time I did look at it is when he told me I'm mean, going to put them on the sheet. Um, <laughs> so yeah. so I've, I've looked at them, but I've not. Well, what I wanted to clarify is I've not used yours. Story. I didn't cheat, basically. I yeah. didn't use yours. And think, you already oh, had yours done. I already, already had mine's done. He already had his done. And we've just put them together. I had a little laugh at his. He's already slagged mine off off air. Yeah, so mate. should we just get into it? Mate, well, based upon my bracket leagues, I wouldn't even uh, be slagging off your ones. You're doing much better than me. So, uh, mate, yeah, let's get into it. JG's prepared a nice little presentation for us. Uh, we have him to thank. Look at this beauty. Ooh, oh, wow. Nice, nice colours there, mate. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> nice green. Roland Garros there. And this is, uh, yeah, the men's qualifying draw. It's been broken down. There's obviously 128 uh, people qualifying, yeah. and that's broken down. Into that's a first, right, for this year? I don't think it's ever been 128. No, I don't think so. Yeah, this is a this is ridiculous amount of people in this draw, but not everybody can get there. And there's a lot of favourites that I've had to knock out of this tournament on the way through, and I'm very, very sad to have done so as well. Yeah. Um. Do we just go straight into our top, 
our top eight or yeah do do let's go this? to the top eight so what we've done is i've split it over we've got the top half of the draw and the bottom half of the draw we've selected who we think's going to advance i must admit there's some tough decisions in there there really is because there's a few which i think is quite weak uh, and there's others where there's like two or three i feel like should have gone through and i feel that's a bit unfair yes. so let's just see how it goes I just want to address some people in the chat. Shout out to all you guys. I know it's a bit late and we didn't give you much notice, but appreciate everyone here. We've got 12 Travel 21 telling us the news about chapeaus we've drawn from Roland Garros. I saw that on yeah. Twitter earlier. It's a shock. There's no injury. There's no announcement what goes with it. I just saw it on the entry list thing on Twitter saying that he's yeah. withdrawn. Sad. So that's sad news because he was been looking relatively good until the last match we covered. It's typical, isn't it? So I did made yeah. that button as well. <laughs> Never get a chance to use that button. Have to wait. And we've got Austin sent almost 8K, boys. Keep up the great work. Yeah, big thanks to you guys for subscribing. Hopefully, Cheers, we can get there in the coming days. I think we're not too far away. Maybe another 20 or so. Indeed. Mate, exciting stuff. So, hopefully, by the time we finish the French Open, we could be maybe 10,000. Maybe we can reach that 10K. We didn't think it would even be this soon. But we thought, well, thanks to you guys. Like JG said, it's been amazing last few weeks. Yep. Well, mate, I'm excited now. Uh, show everybody who we've picked. Uh, if you want to know how we came to the decisions, I'm sure we're going to probably go through that. But here is our top uh, top half of the draw. So let me know if you want me to zoom in or if that's uh, okay. No, I can you. see it perfectly, to be fair. Um, the only thing Lovely I'm stuff. just looking there, did you pick Taberna? Yeah, no, mate, you did. Both, both that's annoying. To... You copied me on that one. I mate. think that's a cheat in there going on. He's typed that in at later on. Mate, no, it was on there from the start. <laughs> I can show you my main sheet, which is I all believe you, up. I believe you. I'm jumping the gun anyway. Let's start. Number one. So right at the top, I went Ilya Vasco. I thought it was the obvious choice. And I was shocked when you didn't have him. But I can understand your reasoning. Thomas Machak, quality player. Um, yeah. I think, I believe he qualified for Roland Garros last year, didn't he? he? Did, mate. And yes. then he qualified for the Australian Open as well. Yep. We don't see him ever play any tennis, right? I've not seen him play very much at all on the <laughs> on the normal circuit. He just waits for the Grand Slams, this guy, and just props up and does very well. So I like your selection, but I don't think it's a good one based on the fact that Avashka is oh, the mate. man to beat out of all the qualifiers for me. Um, that's well, why He's number one for a reason, mate. I'm glad he's there because he's beaten Sverev recently. He took a set off Rafael Nadal. How can you not think that he's the best chance of, of getting through that little group he's in? Mate, well, Mahatch, we had him on the pod, obviously. I know that he has been a main draw at Roland Garros qualifier, obviously, already. So he's been through the, the mill once. Avashka's a tough player to come up against, but I think he's got youth on his side, Mahatch, and he's only ever getting better. His last time he was on court, it was, was in Nur Sultan, uh, and he did win the tournament, I believe, in yeah. Nur Sultan. So... It was on hard court, but then he just thought, oh, I'm just taking the time off until the French <laughs> Any idea now. why he doesn't play as much? I don't no know. idea, weird. mate. Yeah, very strange. But the last time he played on clay was in uh, October, and that was just in a challenger in Alicante. So yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see him back on the courts again, to be honest. Yeah. He took Brits to five sets in the French Open, if you remember, last uh, mm -hmm. last year. So... There's some tough players in this little section as well. So the people we've ignored, Ilya Marchenko, yeah. uh, Van der Zanslup, uh, Liana Meyer, uh, Manuel Quinard. Well, we did ignore them a little bit because we didn't put them through, mate. But they've Avashka and Mahatch there, I just um, I can't not pick those two. I thought they were, for yeah. me, we've both gone against each other. 
So I think yeah. I'd be I'd be happy to see either of those players in the main draw. I much prefer Mahatch. I want to see the youth going through. Uh, Ivashka's quality though, mate. Uh, yeah. He's been so good. But anyway, next one. This one's a bit shocked. I'm a bit shocked by your selection <laughs> on this next one. To be honest, you've gone yeah. to select Belek. And I know <laughs> I knew it would surprise you. Yeah, he's a Turkish player. What 286th in the world, I believe. Um, I think he's. Oh no, sorry. Let me just get it up properly. So I can I bring it. That's all right, mate. I can. Uh... Yeah, 238 right now. He's 24 years old. I'm just a big fan of him. I don't think he's been particularly playing that well recently. He's a good doubles no. player. Um, I don't know if he's in the best of form, but I fancy him. And looking at some of the players in there, I think Gallon Riveros is the sort of the the boring pick. I knew Boring Ben would go for it, so I left that to you. I think but he's I think just so lost the head here, mate. A he, bit. No, no, no. He's got he's got that wow power. I do feel like he is he can beat people on his day. Oh, he likes the clay. He's Turkish. No, he likes the clay, mate. He's Turkish. You're never ever going to meet a Turkish player who can't play on clay courts. When did he last? But he only played one clay court match so far this year, by the looks of it, and he lost it. But okay. Uh, well, when you're going against Galan Riveros, third yep. round in Roland Garros last time out, uh, yep. I think that that, and he obviously played very well. He knocked out Cam Norrie, if you remember, in five sets in the last Roland Garros. And we know he is the Nottingham Nadal, Cam Norrie. <laughs> yeah, but Norrie, that's before Norrie was good on clay. I actually like Select Big Straw. I think uh, Ito, he can beat him quite comfortably. The tough one's Galan Riveros on the other side. Yeah. No offense, Nakashima doesn't really excite me too much on the clay courts. Nah, I'm not for me. But I still think he's going to get get through. I think we are going to have Riveros Nakashima. I reckon Riveros. I'm going fairly safe just based upon his last road on Garros. That was the okay. reason for that selection. Both picked Valella Martinez. I see next. That's I think that's fairly safe as well. Both of us, we love him from the Challenger circuit. Yeah, I think Dennis Novak's the guy who's one of the better players there, but on hard courts. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Dennis Novak does on the clay. Viela, Valela Martinez, he's made for the clay. Really good player. Yeah. Bit inconsistent at times. And it wouldn't surprise me if he wasn't to go through because he can do that. He's got that in his locker for sure, that con it, lack of consistency. But if everything's going all right for him, you'd expect him to be able to sort of get through that little bit personally. Yeah, yeah. Good to could, see he went for the same man as well. Could come up against that Peter... Gorwich, so I think that yeah. could be a tough match for him. But I think yeah, he's the he's the second best for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Then going down, did you have you didn't have Mil Mil Milojevic? Uh, you had Borna Gojo in the next bracket, which I was interested to see. Yeah, I'm not going on recency bias too much with some of these ones on the top half. I think you have. I think uh, Milojevic won a tournament, if I'm not mistaken, recently. No, Was it a challenger? I, I didn't even base it upon that. I just uh, liked him. I actually have Gojo going out to Pedro Souza in the in the first qualifying match. Okay, so I think Souza's a really great player. Then I have Rosal, him beating Rosal. I had Milahevic beating Martara, and then Souza. So yeah, no, I, I love I love Borna Gojo. I think he's class. Yeah. Um, he's a big hitter of the ball, Croatian guy, exciting player, plays with a, no fear as well. He, I've, some of the times I've watched him. There's been so many times where he's on the edge of losing, but he plays very confidently all the time. Sometimes it's scary because he ends up losing by playing a bit too aggressive at big at big moments. 
But I like, I think it's exciting brand of tennis. And in a Grand Slam where people are going to be a bit nervous, I think that's going to go in his favour. And that's the reason I picked him. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want to see uh, my full draw uh, that I've I've picked all the winners of all of them, I'll post it on the Discord after this yeah, podcast. And then, and then you guys can see how I came to my decisions. Yeah. So I that I'll be, be honest, fine. I didn't even do it the, the, the sensible way. I just picked out of the names. I thought, yeah, he's doing it. <laughs> well, mate, that might be the best way of doing it. Just thinking, which ones do you fancy? Because the next one, we've both gone for him. He was the semi-finalist in Belgrade. I yep. lost to Berrettini in three, I believe, which is Taro Daniel. I think he could definitely... Uh, he's got a nice draw, I think, in yep. this qualification. He's got potentially Dominguez... And uh, Gaio, I had. They're not that great. I think this is one of the sections where they're looking around. It's not, they're not, nothing, no one's that special. And Tara Daniel taking that set of Berrettini and having a really good Belgrade run, it's kind of rude not to put him there. That's why I wasn't yeah. shocked to see you have him, to be fair. No, I think it was one of those ones that sort of picked itself. It that, picked that itself, yeah. Next one was slightly tougher. We both went for the same one again. These next three, whoa, these whole three yeah. in a four in a row. Wow, we've, well. It goes to show we've been uh, talking to each other for far too long, it looks like, mate. <laughs> we've both gone for Carlos Taberna. This was a tougher section, though. He's yeah, really tough. Get through Martin Kleezan. That's no uh, given. I think he first... could. That first round, if Kleezan turns up, he's a world beater. Like He's yeah. such a weird player. For people who haven't watched him, he's got like a bit of a stubbly beard and he's, um, he's a good clay quarter. Yeah. But he's just... What you don't know what's ever going to happen. He has the ability to beat people six one, then lose six uh, one. I just don't understand him as a player and as a man. He he has the tendencies to just lose his head. Yeah. Regardless of that, if he's on, he could blitz Taberna in two sets. I love Taberna though. Big fan of him. He's a young Spanish player. Really yeah. good on the clay courts. Um, did he beat Fanini recently or something? Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He had a good run there, didn't he? There's some other good players here, though. You've got Weimar. I think it's Weimar in that section. Did, wasn't it, didn't he beat Massetti recently as, uh, as well, didn't he, to burn? I think he... Yeah, he knocked... Yeah, you're right, yeah. He beat Massetti. Maybe he didn't beat Fanini then, I forget. But he's beaten a few... He's played some good players and beat yeah. them recently. So I think he may have enough. I think Weimar or Stevie Diaz could trouble him, maybe. Yes, but Let's see what happens. It's a tough, tough little section, that one. Fabiano. Liam would be disappointed. You don't have him going through that little bracket. Nah, not for me. Fabiano's, he's done. Well, for me, the next, even though I feel we have to just put Alcaraz in the, in this, I don't think it's going to be plain sailing for him. He's got Lucas Lacco in the first match, which is no easy matchup. Then I've got him playing Pellegrino in the next one. Uh, and then potentially Summit Nagal. And yep. all difficult matches, but... Alcaraz just won a challenger, and I think he blitzed Summit Nagal. It's about six one six three, I think, in the yeah. t- when they played each other. So yeah. for me, Alcaraz, spot. Alcaraz, very very solid player. Uh, Agreed. His- Alcaraz does well against these lower ranked players. The only thing I would say with him is the nerves. Yeah, we saw what happened last year here. Roland Garros Vukic. qualifying, he got to the final stage and lost to Vukic, who is not great. He's okay, but you'd expect him to be able to beat him. I think with Alcaraz, like you said, the Summit Nagal one, I know he's beating him in a challenger, but this is qualifying for a Grand Slam. Different yep. prospect altogether. And I'm a bit worried about his nerves and how he deals with it. Technically, he'll have too much for him. If he if he looks at his and he, he keeps his head and plays like he did in the challenger, there's no reason he doesn't win. 
Yeah, definitely, mate. I I think we've got to see him in this in this tournament, in this Roland Garros. Everybody, the world's called him for it. We're probably going to be seeing Massetti there. We need to see him there as well. So anyway, moving on down, another one that sort of picked itself. I like the fact you put sorry, Greeks, for on there. I agree as well. I didn't want to have to well, pick against Talon. He's- there's a reason I had to put both names down. I knew if I put if I put Serenolo slash Greeksport, you'd get angry at me, like, why are you picking no, you two? So I've had to just be certain that I'm picking Serenolo. I made Greeksport even smaller, just so you can't say I'm picking two players. But the reason I mentioned it is because if I'm using my head, I think Greeksport advances. Um, you know how much I rave about him. I think he's class. There's been many times he's playing top-tier players. I forget exactly who it was, and I yeah. was calling him for him to win. Do you remember that situation? Yeah. And then he lost, is it Rublev um, or something like that? He had some set points or match points and couldn't really convey them in the end. And I was goading you the whole time saying, he's going to do it, he's going to do it. And then he ended up losing. But he's so good. He is really, really good. Probably the best in the little section. But my heart says Serendolo because this I section. want him to advance. I love him. I just love Serendolo. Hey, well, this section is... This whole draw is a bit lopsided, to be honest. And you look in this little section down the bottom and really good players all the way through. You've got Francisco Serendolo. You've got Sid Suburvi, another really good player from the Dominican Republic. You've got Constant Lestien, uh, Tyson Kwiatkowski. You've got Ben Bemelmans and Alessandro Gianessi. Daniel Masur, who's been really good recently in the on the Challenger Tour. And he's up against Talon Great Score in the first match. That could be a tough match for Great oh, yeah. Score. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. a given. He gets through that one. No, I think Greek Sport has the toughest uh, little two uh, two matches before he gets to the final of qualifying. Yeah, you know what I mean, because he's got to get through a few, isn't he? He got one there, two, and then three to get through. I think the first two will be really tough for him. Serendolo has the slightly easier of the two, so that's why I've gone for him on that basis as well. Um, I want to see Serendolo Greek Sport battle to the death to get to advance and see who is the the one who can advance because it's so tight. I think it's fifty fifty. Maybe I'm edging towards Greek sport, but I just want Serendolo to win. So that's why I've gone for him. Indeed, mate. So that uh, sort of wraps up the top half, the bottom yeah. half. Jamie Dickinson asking, where's JM Serendolo? Well, you've got to go to the bottom half. And uh, here we go, the bottom half. And we've both got... I'm surprised, actually, even though I'm not in a way, I am still sort of surprised that you've gone with uh, Sebastian Byers. I know he's been playing great stuff recently. Recency biased is a thing, but he's up. He could be up against Stanis Kokonakis yeah. in his final <laughs> qualifying match, and that is for me a pick'em. I don't think that's a given that Byers goes through. I know you were talking about tough sections. I think yeah. this personally is one of the toughest. Yeah. Reason being, his first match, which I don't even skip past, is Trungaletti. He's yeah. someone who doesn't That's play tough. much, but <laughs> really he good. is ridiculously good. So He's good. like a king slayer. He has all the ability to beat big names. I've seen him do it before. Yep. And if he's firing, I'm scared because he can beat Baez and he can probably win the whole section. You've got Kokonassis on the other hand, who's class, really good. Renzo Olivo, Robin yep. Harsa, yep. uh, Donskoy, Hanvier, Mackenzie McDonald. Well, how can we even forget him? He's the ninth seed out of the qualifiers. Exactly. So I think this is actually one of my top... I think it's the best eight, personally. It's really tough to pick. I mean, Baez might not even make it through Trangeletti. 
No. McDonald might beat Kokonakis. It's so a pick on, go- mate. I think any of the eight could advance. But I've gone Kokonakis, and I'm going to have Kokonakis Baez to the side. And I went Baez. Just it's recency bias a little bit. He's he's an up and coming, really good youngster on the tour, and you just need to you need to well, sit back and just watch this guy play because yep. he's making waves on the Challenger Tour at the moment. And if you haven't heard of him yet, then uh, you're going to hear about him soon. He just won a, tour, a, a Challenger in Zagreb. He beat Juan Pablo Varias in the final. He beat Pedro Martinez in there. Damage Amur. Uh, he's beaten some really good players. Uh, so you better. Yeah, note that one down. Sebastian Baez, if he makes it into the main draw in Roland Garros, he could cause some problems for some people. He's like a Diego Schwartzman, I feel. A little bit. He's like a small... He's like a... Not small. RG. He's, he's a, a young Diego Schwartzman. Yeah, 20 years old, I believe. Yeah. So, so let's see what happens with him. Number two. This is where you gave me some heat off air. Um, <laughs> and I am going to fight back. So if you would like to get up the flash scores of Brooksby, I can show you a little bit more about him because I feel you are not... I feel like you're very quick to jump down his throat. No, I'm not quick. I watched him recently in a a match and he was very, very good and he's been in very good form. Uh, He's won two tournaments on the bounce, but... The one on hard, one on uh, clay. Hey, there we go. What was it? Has he just won a tournament on clay? Yeah, he's won a challenger on clay. But you've gone against your favourite, mate. You've gone against the Steve. Mate, I've had enough of Steve. He keeps going Uh... out every time I pick him. Jensen Brooksby is actually right up there as one of my uh, most dangerous qualifiers. I really believe in the kid. 20 years old. Do you want to share maybe some of the stuff on the screen on Flash Scores? Uh, I can do, mate. Just bear with me two ticks and I'll just pull it up. It's all good. Because I feel like he definitely deserves it. All right, make sure I get the right screen on here. One sec. Here we go. <laughs> Probably got so many. Mate, there's too there many tabs open. So as you can see, there's a lot of green there. Uh, you're going to have to read some of the things. I can't see it. Right. So if you have a look, he's beaten uh, in his last tournament there in Tallahassee. He... Uh, he beat Bjorn Flatangelo in the final. Uh, Facundo Mina, Michael Mamo, uh, Saboff Wild in straight sets. On and, clay. Uh, he beat Ma- Saboff Wild on Mate, clay. This isn't the same Saboff Wild as last year, just in case you're thinking <laughs> that. It's, it's not the one who, who did so well uh, at the beginning he's of still, last no, year. He's still got it in him, though. In Mate, Brooksby, what, is he 20 same. years old? Look at him, he cleaned it clear. That was the only one that didn't go to three sets. Was Sabre. Sabre Wild's not in good form right now. I mean, I, I watched this one. It was the Kudler one, I think you watched, or, or the Har- Harrison. No, it was it. It was the Harrison match. And Harrison was absolute garbage in that match. Sorry, but, no, but the he, Kudler he one's very good. He makes people look like that, mate. He even beat Select back, one of my favorite players. Look. Oh, God, that's that one out the window then. Select six the three six one. Jensen on Brooksby is the future. He mate. is the future. I would love to put him in the header, mate, of Game to Love. I think he, he's that good. Mate, he could be. Remember, he was. Where's doing... his ranking right now? What's he doing right, ranking wise? Right now, he's 165. But if we remember, he, who was it he beat or he came very close to beating? Was it the US Open? Or I think it might have been the US Open. I can't even remember off the top of my head. I might have to go back on his uh, record here. Then we'll be able to see. But, oh, no, it's not even a very big record. So we don't have to go back. But it was Thomas Burditch. That was it. 
So yep. he beat him in four sets in 2019, and then he took Basilashvili to four sets, but went out. That and this was is when, when he was 18 years old. When he came on the scene, yeah. And I thought yeah. this this kid's gonna like blow up now. This is this is his time. And then sort of disappeared for a little bit. Which no, uh, he's not really disappeared, mate. He's been winning well, a all the matches he's been playing. He's just been playing was... at a lower level, playing a bit yeah. more ITF stuff, challenger tennis. I think he took a, a while year. to yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was an injury then. But he took well, a bit the... to adjust. But look at what he's doing now. And this oh, is yeah, what I'm mate. saying. I expect him to burst on the scene. And I'm confident that he can qualify. Um, and if he does, I want to do a special podcast dedicated to to, to him himself because I love him. Mate, he's quality. And he looks like he got a bit of revenge there on Bjorn Fratangelo. Uh, yep. Lost to him there in one final. Got one back over on him. The Battle of the Americans. But yeah, mate, I'll take that away and I'll put the uh, your lovely spreadsheet or whatever it was. <laughs> Not spreadsheet. <laughs> Yeah, why are you doing that? Abbas is asking what happened with Shapo. If people just joined us, Shapovalov has uh, pulled out of the French Open. Yeah. No reason. We No one knows why. I had a look, scan through Twitter, and there's no announcement from him or his team or anyone else. So we'll have to just wait and see what happened. You'd, have, you'd suspect it's an injury, but it's yeah. not been made clear. Usually when someone pulls out of an injury, it's very much uh, imminent. They just let you know as, as, it, as and when. But Yeah, I know. Yeah, no idea on that one. As you can see here, next up, we've got both gone to the same one again. We've got Damir Jamur. I think he's a solid, solid clay court player. He's he's one of the more higher ranked players that's in this qualifying. I think that he sort of it sort of picked itself really. He's only gonna have to face potentially Mo and uh Barrios I I had going through. So I think he he be he beats those ones. Going down, Kasper Zuck. This is another player that we need to talk about. Uh, he's so good. Really, really quality player. Yep. So he he could be facing some uh, stiff opposition, though, Kasper Zuck. He could be facing Blaz Kavcic in the first uh, round and then potentially Kuzmanov I've got going through in the next round and then potentially Oscar Otti, which uh, he's been playing really well on the challenger circuit at the moment, but I do have him beating all of them. I think we're we're going for these youngsters, mate. We're going hoping yeah. they all get in. But Kasper Zuk, so exciting! Another Polish player. There's so many good Polish players on the men's and women's, and we saw what happened with uh, Savontek last year. She broke through, had a great year. Kasper Zuk this year, <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be winning it. If he can advance and qualify, I'll be over the moon for him because he deserves it. He's put in some really stellar performances recently, beating a lot of players. And it'll be yeah. a nice reward for him to get a good payback out of it at the end of the day. Qualify for this. He deserves the money. He's working really hard. Mate, he's in incredible form, Kasper Zuck. He's one of those players that we've been speaking about a lot. And it was I think we even came up in that podcast where we we're talking about who would you invest in if he was a stock. And Kasper yeah. Zuck is definitely one of those ones. His stock is still rising. Mm-hmm. Next up, we've gone for something different. You went with Bjorn Fratangelo. Yep. Um, uh, another, one you, one. another one you weren't keen on, but I not like him. Really, I like really. him. I've, I like him on hardcore. I've I've not been blown away with him on uh, on clay, but Troitsky, for me, he's just a solid pick. I just think he just he's knows getting how on, to get... He's getting on, mate. He's, he's getting on a little bit. He's done it, though, but... I just feel like he causes people so many problems. I he think just... some young blood could really upset the uppercut and I wouldn't fancy Twisky's chances against Fratangelo right now. 
Mm, oh, well, he's got to get past Say Both Wild in the first round, but apparently oh, he's you've still written him off, mate. He's you've still amazing. Yeah, he is. Do you know, I, don't know, I had Say Both Wild written down, and then I changed my mind. Oh, he was my first pick, and then I thought, oh, oh Ben's going to get on onto me for that, so I went Frattingallo, and then you got well, onto me even more. <laughs> one we can both definitely agree on is the next pick, though, which is uh, well, the next two really. Sabata Morales. Well, he's the one which we're both probably raving about more than anybody in this qualification. Uh, for me, I think he's my pick of all the qualifiers. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think he blows me away uh, recently on, on some of his performances. And if you look, go back down the list and you look at some of the players he's already played from this qualification, he's wiped the floor with them. And yep. I think that he could do the same again here. And he has quite a nice draw as well. Oh, mate, let's talk about the draw because we spoke about at the top how difficult he's, the, the, the draw was there. Some of these are ridiculously easy. And yeah. I don't want to be harsh, but none of these really worry me. Popko is so hot and cold. Yeah, Martinu, I mean, not great. you got Arthur Fields. He's a, a good player. Wild card, I think, from France. But, yeah. But he's a low rank. Bernard Tomic, don't excite me. Alex Bolt or Pullman's, not really yeah. clay quarters at all. Nope. So, yeah, I think Sabata Morales should walk it nice, really at nice Canter. Yeah, yeah, nice draw for Tomic. him. Might have Tomic there, might cause him some, but I think he's been playing so well, Tomic won't give him any problems. Yeah. I've said it now. That's him going out. <laughs> so, going Liam down. Brody? Yeah, mate. I think uh, I'm, I've been impressed with him on the clay. I think that he's really coming into his own and that's sort of his surface these days, which is crazy yep. to say. So, well, Yeah, I've enough one. Him. I think the one who could... This is a bit trickier. I mean, you've got Kovalik, yep. uh, Lamazine, who I like as well. Yep. And then the other one was uh, Maxime Crezzi. I know that's going to surprise you, but Crezzi's oh, been really? putting some results on clay. And I know he... Ozzy. No, more, more for me, Crezzi. I think Crezzi yeah. could, could be dangerous, one to watch. We know what he does on usually in the hard courts. He's a chip and charge type of player. Charges yeah. the net after every serve. But on the clay, I don't know what he's been doing because I've not been watching him. But I've seen he's pulled up, pulled together some good results. And yeah. I was really impressed with him because he's got a very good base of a game. Like His serve is so great. Um, quite a tall lad as well. And I think he can yeah, be yeah. dangerous. So I'd watch out if I was Brody. However, I will be cheering him on. Team GB. I feel like Brody is just a uh, lower level of Cam Norrie, but they're just a bit, they're quite similar. <laughs> what? So we've got Brody uh, Cam... aspiring to be Cam Norrie. <laughs> the, like the, the levels that yeah. got Cam Norrie trying to be Nadal and Brody trying to be Norrie. <laughs> uh... <laughs> we've got Jamie Dixon saying Brody played well in Sardinia. He did. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think he's put up some really good performances recently. So hopefully he's the 29th seed in that qualification. Hopefully he does well. Yeah. Going down, sadly, I had to put out one of the ones which I was hoping he had a better draw, which is Juan Pablo Varias. I had him going out. I've got Laxanen as my final guy going through. Man who's been twice on the podcast. Can't go against the guy. He's a solid pick, mate, Laxanen. I don't think so. I'm, I'm really surprised you said that. Oh, drop my phone. Nah. Uh, uh, for me, <laughs> I will be honest. I put him number four out of these. Long. Oh come on, mate! What he's right about? down the pecking order for me. How, how I dare think... you? How, if he's no, listening no, to this, sorry, no, no, Henry. Love... If you're listening to this, no, no. Henry, sorry, mate. I'm just being realistic because no, I love Laxanen. I love him. I think he's class. I just think these, some of these players here is right up Outrageous. there with the, at the top. How difficult they are. They are class. Juan Manuel Serendolo is my pick. Okay. He's won a title already this year. 
He's looked yeah, good yeah. when he's played. He rarely loses. He's beaten the most uh, prestigious clay court players on the surface already this year. Why? Uh, this is made for him, this tournament. I want to see him do it. I'm super excited. I think Varillas as well has found his form again and playing well. I yeah, know yeah, he won really a tournament good. recently. Yeah. It looks difficult for anyone to be beating him. That's why, if I'm being honest, I feel like the final qualifying round will probably be a Serendolo Varillas. I don't see any room for Laxon at all. I think you're harsh, mate. I think you're being harsh there. But Serendolo's a... got to get through Colorini first round, and I like Colorini. I just think I just think it's very harsh on Laxon. And he's somebody who has done well at the French Open previously, qualified in... Uh, I think he qualified last year, actually, in uh, beating Galan Riveros in the final round of qualifying. But Galan Riveros made it into the main draw as well. He he came up against Pablo Cuevas, though, and went out in the first round. He can beat good players. He's beaten Borna Gojo recently, one of your players that you've got going through. Kasper yeah. Zuck, he's beaten recently. He's beat some good players. But, yeah, he's not been in the best form. But he, that match against Martin he played the other day, I thought he was super close at beating, nearly taking Fuchskovic all the way in both sets. So that gave me confidence. I think Laxon could be back on form, ready for this qualification. But like okay. you say, if Dollar makes it in, mate, I'll be very happy because I want to see both those brothers in there. Mate, I had the other Dollar going through, so I couldn't leave this one out. This one's been doing better as well, the JM one. Jam went well. Yeah. So let's see how it goes. For me, I'm super excited for it. And I think the last thing left to do, because we're going to have to wrap this one up very soon. Yes, indeed. Going slightly over. Um, it's just talk about, I think we're going to select, out of all of the qualifiers we've done <laughs> so far, I don't know if we're going to start with number one. We'll just have a quick scan through them. What, do you want to go back to your thing? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so yeah. just have a look. There's some of the names here. It's on the top half. We'll see that now. Take a photo in your mind. Here's the bottom half. Take a photo in your mind. Go to the last one, Ben. The last what? Slides, yep. And there we go. So now we're going to pick our top three threats. So out of all of them, Ben's picked three. I've picked three. Let's get straight into it. Go on, you can go number one. Well, I already said it. Uh, Zapata Morales is my, well, top threat. For this qualification, he's looked fantastic recently. Do you want to go one on one and then? Yeah. Go on then. So you're one. Do you mind just going to two of them because I've not actually made a note? So I'm going to have to. <laughs> I know exactly who they are, but okay. it's just no nope, first bottom. page. Okay. <laughs> Top of bottom. <laughs> but like it's a game show. Number one, Avaska. Okay. Nice. He's number one for a reason. I think I gave it away early doors. Avaska is my the, the my number one thing. I know you've got who did you have? Zapata Moranis. Avaska's yep. beat Zverev on clay recently. Let's yeah, not yeah. frown upon it. He's beaten. He's took a set off Rafael Nadal yeah, on yeah, clay already this season. Avaska for me Makes is sense. a solid number one pick. I can't pick him because he's not even going through for me. I've got Thomas Mahatch. I'm repping. <laughs> I'm repping all the players we interview. <laughs> <laughs> JG just casting them aside. Never mind. Second. On my list, Carlos Alcaraz. Uh, I've, he's just won a tournament recently. Uh, I think that this, if he gets through, I think he's going to be a real, real threat in the actual tournament. So no one's going to want to play him. And all the spotlight's going to be on him as well. So it's going to be pressure, but I think he can handle it. He's 18 now. Big boy. Yeah, and I can't say anything because that's my number two as well. Carlos Alcaraz, no. I think you summed it up perfectly. Brilliant yeah. player. I know he played Rafa on his birthday. That's yeah. probably a step too far in these qualifiers. Hope he gets through, and I think he can be super, super dangerous. 
Indeed. And number three for me is going to be Galan Riveros. He made it to round three here last year. He obviously took out Tennis Sangren. He took out Norrie. He lost to Djokovic, which uh, no mean feat. But yeah, that's my third one. Galan Riveros, just based upon his last performance at Roland Garros. And my third one is tough. It could be either of the Serendolos, um, but I didn't want to pick either or. So I've gone for neither of them because I don't think it's fair. Um, I feel like it's too biased if I pick one or the other. I love them equally right now. So I'm going to have to go for Brooksby, the (laughs) 20-year-old. Not done too much. I think this is going to be his moment. I'm expecting a big breakout. I think he's going to qualify, shock someone first, first round. He's suffered a lot with injuries. You saw how good he was before the injuries when he was 18 years old in the US Open, beating Burditch, taking Basasvili to five sets. He's class. He's only going to get better and better from there. Probably more of a hard quarter, I would admit, but he's shown he's just won a clay court tournament, beating some good players. Young, mate. Uh, He's young. He's hungry. He's going to have stamina. um, And I'm expecting big, big things from him. I don't want to put too much pressure on him, but just remember this podcast. If Jensen Brooksby has a good run, I will be coming back to this video and I will get Ben clipping what I've just said there and posting (laughs) it all over. Don't you worry, mate. I'll clip it. We can have a little button that's special. You can keep pressing it if you want. (laughs) Just you uh, advocating Brooksby. But, well, yeah, I hope they all do well. Those are our, well, that's our quick run through of the qualification. If you want to check out my whole draw preview where I've picked each result, I'll pop that into our into the discord you you guys can check that one out jg i'm sure he'll fill it out and he'll throw his one in there too and then uh you can let us know who you've picked so exciting let us know in the comments section we want to hear who you guys have as your top 16 and your top three threats as well yeah perfect we'll wrap it up there then guys thanks for listening if you haven't already please leave us a like on the video it will mean this video gets to appear to a lot more tennis fans And if you're new to the channel, hit the subscribe button, almost on 8K, and we need your help. But for now, we'll see you tomorrow. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.